I can't get through that. That's so bad. I would like, honestly, the fact that you even attempts to fair play to. Honestly. Uh, but anyway, this is Making a Podcast. My name's Evan. And I'm Katie. So Katie, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very tired. Mm. What is new? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've been in work every day since Saturday. Oh, God. I, yeah, it's now Wednesday for people that don't know. Um, well, for listeners, because you'll be listening to this on Friday uh, or Saturday. And I don't have a day off until Saturday. Okay. So, yeah, and I was in work at 7 a.m. this morning. So I am tired. How are you, Evan? I am also tired. <laughs> Nothing new there. Um, yeah, good. Had a really fun Halloween weekend. Uh, yeah, had a really fun Halloween weekend. Went to parties, went out. It was all good. It was fun. That's so good. I didn't do anything for Halloween. Um, also, I am drinking a glass of Diet Coke in this, uh, in this film. In this film. In this, <laughs> in this, no, in this podcast. So if uh, you hear like fizzling or like me gulping, I'm so sorry, but I need the coffee in here. And it's too late for a coffee. So we're, we're gone with Diet Coke, guys. But yeah, I didn't do anything for Halloween. Except for the Wednesday before midterm in college, we don't like this Halloween fun run. And I put together the most slapdash scarecrow costume in the world. And uh, one of the art students painted my face. And it actually turned out really well. But um, that's that's the most Halloween I got. <laughs> you can ask your an art student. Oh, they were amazing. The person that's on mine, oh, they were so good. Um, I genuinely just sat on this the still because like we asked the art students if they would help us, and um, that some of the class agreed, so we were allowed to just go down, and like the whole college was allowed to go down. Anybody that was taking part of in our walk or run was able to go down, which is really cool and really nice of them. But yeah, the person that done mine, I just sat down. And I was like, I want to be a scarecrow, and they were like, Can I make it like? A creepy scarecrow and I was like yeah go for it and they were like perfect so that's what they did yeah my wig is over there in the corner it's just kind of lying on the ground oh very lovely wig. Eddie he's there um, so anyway since we mentioned Halloween we put mm. up some Halloween celebrity Halloween costumes from this year on our Instagram we're actually going to talk a little bit about the ones that we've seen yeah um, so Katie I asked you to pick a winner and a loser. So do I do I just go ahead and ask? Yeah, you can ask. Okay, so who was your winner out of the pictures that I sent you? Oh, Evan, it's so hard. Um, I I think oh, I don't know. Mm, okay, I think I want to give it to um Lily Reinhardt and the girls. Yeah, but I was gonna say the same. Yeah, like there were so many good ones, but I really want to give it to Lily. Like really, really, like they just, it was so good. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, who's your winner? Mine's also Lily Reinhardt, Camila Mendez and Madeleine Petch. They just mm-hmm. nailed it. They did nail it. It was absolutely amazing. Very <laughs> close runner-up for me, though, was Kylie Jenner. Yeah, definitely. Frankenstein. Really, like, I just thought it was good. Yeah, I also liked uh, Jojo Siwa's Draco Malfoy. Oh, that was brilliant. That was so good. And Anne-Marie mentioned Sean Mendes. 
Because that is Evan's boyfriend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who lost for you? Oh, well, I have to say Kendall Jenner. Oh, my God. Flop. I'm sorry. But... No, I kind of like it. Um, my my loser was uh, Brooklyn and his wife. No, I wouldn't say that. So bad. They're not bad. It's just basic. They don't look like Romeo and Juliet. I didn't know who they were meant to be until you said Romeo and Juliet from the I film. Suppose, right? yeah, I suppose, yeah. He looks like a knight. <laughs> <laughs> like, I actually fully wasted there. Like, he just looks like he's trying to be a knight or something. Or the Betty Boop was pretty bad. Oh, yeah, from Olivia. Not very good. Like, it doesn't look like Betty Boop. You want to have that dress a bit more flowy or something. Yeah. Yeah, so those are my losers, I think. Or I don't know who this person is or who they're meant to be, but it's this one. Oh, you can't really who see am it. I looking at? Oh, that's Sarah Michelle Geller as one of the Do Revenge students. Yeah, I think it's She's true. the principal in Do Revenge. Oh. I still think she be creative, like that's your job. Don't dress up as your job for Halloween. She was Buffy the Vampire Slayer, she doesn't need to do anymore. Yeah, she was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah I just love that show. <laughs> anyway, those were our winners and losers for our celebrity dress up competition. I can't believe you liked Kendall's one. I thought it was just it's not that I liked it, but I didn't think it was like a flop. Oh no, it was it was not good. She just shouldn't have done the, the assless chaps. Yeah, the chat that was a bit much. Like that really was a bit much. But I mean, like she looked good. So did Addison. What was Addison, that? Addison Ray was Lady Gaga. Oh, that was that was good. Mm. That was really good. So that is us closing out spooky season. And we are on to, I'm going to wait for Katie to finish drinking her Diet Coke. We're on to pop news. Giggles today. I know. Full of bubbles from Diet Coke. Yeah. <laughs> so it is, we're into November. And <laughs> so that means she has defrosted. This is all about Mariah Carey. So Mariah Carey and Lee Daniels are developing a TV series inspired by her best-selling memoir, The Meaning of Mariah Carey. Mariah says she's more concerned with casting a talented actress that some, uh, than someone who can sing for the upcoming TV series inspired by her life. She said it's about casting a great actress with a similar look because we have the music, they can sing along to it. In other words, nobody's singing my own songs for me, so you just better be good at acting. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, no, no, you're not covering me. It will be my voice in this, but you will have to be good mm. at acting. That means I could get it. Yeah, there you go. Because I can't sing. You could be Mariah Carey. I could be Mariah Carey. No, absolutely. Oh, my God. I think, well, it's a bio series i guess yeah. defying the biopic uh, again she's not dead enough like don't be this <laughs> when you're alive you know how i feel about this i was just waiting for you but you said dead enough <laughs> but, you know she, she's she too alive for, half, for this you guys she freezes for half the year so she's only like half alive you know <laughs> um but yeah Anyway, who do who do we think could play Mariah? 
No one. No one? No one can play the role. She's unplayable. No, no. one I don't know. I actually don't know. I, I have one person in my head, but then Who? I'm like, maybe not. Who? Oh, what's her name? Alexa Demi from Euphoria. Hmm, I'd have to look. Maddie from Euphoria. Do you slap a wig on her? Mm, Maddie. Euphoria. We're just going to have to look real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. We will see. Um, who else? I'm trying to have a look. I don't know. I actually wouldn't tell Florence you. Pugh. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Actually. Florence Pugh go ahead the plank and Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> And win an Oscar. True. True. Anyway, we mentioned Mariah Carey, who's the queen of Christmas. So, but uh, something else that is, we just exited Halloween. I can't think of a good segue for this. We just exited Halloween. Now we're into Christmas. It's the nightmare before Christmas, dare we say. Mm. So the nightmare before Christmas director, Henry Selick, says that the Timber says that Tim Burton's name was attached to the film title just three weeks before release. He said, I would have been fine with that if, if it, that's what I signed up for. Tim was in L.A. making two features while I directed that film. The Nightmare Before Christmas director, Henry Selick, says it's a little unfair that Tim Burton gets full credit for the film. I always thought his story was perfect and he designed the main characters, but it was really me and my team of people who brought that to life. Yeah, like he has a, a argument, like... yeah. Um, for it to be just all like by Tim Burton, you know, yeah. Um, especially since Tim, like, yeah, okay, he created the main characters, but as the the writer said, that's all he did. Yeah, he didn't actually direct. He wasn't actively there and actively part of the whole, um, movie process. So, yeah, I think it's a bit shady of Tim, to be honest. Yeah, credit where credit is due, uh, in terms of Henry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Mm. Um, yeah, I think we need to just maybe just stop calling it Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. See, I don't though. Like, I never like. I know, like, it's just more like on titles and stuff. But I actually always forget it's Tim Burton until people say Tim Burton. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. So, don't worry. What's the right name again? Uh, Henry Selick. Oh, director. Uh, don't worry, Henry. Got your back. <laughs> So moving on. So uh, Heartstopper was a big hit on Netflix earlier this year. Um, not only has Joe Locke been cast in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, which is great news for Joe. Unfortunately, a bit somber news for his uh, co-star, Kit Connor. Kit Connor has been forced to come out as bisexual following the accusations of queer baiting from fans. He took to Twitter to said, back for a minute, I'm bi. Congrats for forcing an 18-year-old to out himself. I think some of you missed the point of the show. Bye. Mm. That's dreadful. That's really sad. I know. And he's only 18 as well. Poor baby. That's you guys are shit fans, okay? Yeah. Stop stop it. Stop it. <laughs> like I feel like queer baiting's just become such a big like word at the minute. Because he played I, a gay character. That doesn't even make any sense. No, but I think like like the whole word, like I think the internet has just learned the word queer baiting and now they're like, you're queer, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I heard now he is also controversial for other things and I don't want to talk about that. I just want to talk about this. Lately, Neil Patrick Harris has been um called out for queer baiting. Okay. I'm like, well, he is a gay man. Yeah. 
how's he career been? Anyway, I don't want to get into all that, but like that is one. And then there's so many, like, and there is genuine cases of it. Yeah. Um, but I like it's so hard because it's like oh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm passionate about stuff like this, but um, yeah, like you said, like what what he's queer about just because he's playing a gay character. Yeah. But like he's had a girlfriend in the past. It's like it's like the Harry Styles thing. People always say he's queer baiting. He just likes like to be androgynous, and that's okay. Yeah. Let leave people alone. Let people do what they want to do. Like even if I see somebody playing uh like a gay person in a movie or a TV show, and like I've seen them with a woman or like with a man or whatever, I wouldn't automatically assume that they're like queer baiting or they're just for success or whatever like there's so many factors of why like if it was the case of a straight person playing a gay person and I do believe that obviously we should give the roles to like gay actors or straight or like whatever actors but if somebody's just better for the role doesn't matter what their sexual preference is yeah do you know what I mean yeah so you shouldn't call people out. Just I just I think I'm just too laid back. I just take things at face value. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, all right then. Ah, uh, leave him alone. Let him be who he wants to be. Don't force him out. That's really sad though. And you don't know somebody's situation. Like you don't know if it's safe for them to come out and stuff. Because I'm assuming this person's American. No, they're English. It's an English show. Oh, okay. Uh, to be fair, even in England, even in Ireland, it still happens where it's not safe for people to come out all the time. Yeah like with their family and their like maybe religious views i don't know but like like still to this day it's still not safe for people to come out so shut all your mouths and stop there we go she said it so annoyed (laughs) bang the gavel judge judge judy has spoken So, uh, next final headline we all remember the popular tv show glee anyone ever heard of it no, anyway, sorry, go ahead. So, Ryan Murphy, the creator of the show, uh, he's just fresh off his hit, hit show, Dahmer. Um, he was on the new Glee Recap podcast, and that's what you really miss with uh, Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz. He spilled all the Glee secrets talking about the original script for Glee. He revealed that the character of Mr. Schuster was originally written to be a crystal meth addict. In the original script for Glee, but he overhauled it. He also then revealed that Justin Timberlake was the number one choice to play Will Schuster. When we, he said, when we were writing the pilot, I've never really talked about this. That pilot was written for Justin Timberlake. Mr. Shoe was written for Justin. And it makes so much sense. <laughs> yes, it does. Like I, I read that and I was like, that explains everything. <laughs> That and even when um Mr. Shoe was singing Justin Timberlake songs, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. Weird. It wasn't weird. <laughs> How was that such a thing where universally every person that's watched that show has gone, yeah. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Nothing has ever been more apt, I think. Never ever like just oh, I would just oh, and it kind of scratches a little itch in my brain as well. <laughs> like oh yeah right okay so that was the end of pop news katie as per usual introduce this week's topic okay 
So, do you have a passion for fashion? If you answered yes, well then, would you look who we've got here? It's the Brats. Yes, that's right. This week we're going to be talking about Chloe, Jade, Sasha and Yasmin, but specifically in the era of the 2007 movie Brats. So, let's get into it. Let's show me your gratitude, Evan. What is your history with Bratz? <laughs> so my history with Bratz, um, I remember when I was at school. I was I was a little boy back then. Not that much just changed since <laughs> I've now grown. Um, so uh, all the girls at school had the Bratz dolls. Um, literally brought them to school every day, and That's yeah, <laughs> no, I went to a weird school. Yeah, um, you did. Yeah, I mean, they were like, that was like when they were like new, were like at peak, I guess. So then this movie came out and I was not the target audience. So I didn't actually see it up until preparation for this. Oh, fair. But I knew a little bit about it because it's actually, it's kind of had a resurgence on TikTok yeah. um, recently. So yeah, I kind of don't really have that much of a history with the, with this Bratz movie. What is yeah. your history with Bratz? All right, so I have to bring it all the way back to like you said Evan the dolls I was a brat fanatic and so were all my friends like it took our little tiny world by storm like we were obsessed we loved brats like I had every PlayStation game I had Game Boy games I had a brat's chair um I had multiple dolls like multiple accessories for the dolls so when this movie was coming when we were getting a live action Bratz movie oh my you bet your bottom dollar we were on that cinema watching that um yes I saw it in the cinema and again my little world was rocked I was like wow this is what the girls are this is the Bratz and yeah continued to so that was 2007 so I would have been about 10 or 11 depending on when it released I think mm-hmm. around that and then um, yeah I was still a big big fan for maybe another three years <laughs> so I, I like Brat is a big part of my life but I'll talk about more about that later so I have quite a history with this movie you do. I do I do well we're going to take you back to that cinema in 2007 and recap the Bratz movie are you ready yeah so it's morning. Uh, Chloe, Sasha, Jade and Yasmin are getting ready. Yasmin fights with her brother, Manny, and chases him downstairs. Yasmin gets a new pair of shoes. Sasha talks to her dad and her mom shows up uh, and this shows that her parents are divorced and don't really speak to each other. Jade hops out of the car. Uh, her mom preps her for the first day of school. The girls all meet at school and prepare for the day ahead. Jade changes into her goth chic look. Meredith explains the clicks and puts the new students into their clicks. Principal Dimley goes over to Meredith and we find out here's her father. The girls walk by without checking in with Meredith. Jade goes to science class and somehow makes fireworks. Sasha tries out for cheerleading. Chloe tries out for the soccer team and breaks many rules. Uh, Cameron takes a liking to Chloe. Jade makes a dress for the home ec teacher. Yasmin wants to join choir but backs out. She bumps into a deaf boy and he calls her ignorance. Uh, his name is Dylan. Meredith sees the girls and tries uh, to assign seats for them. Quinn thinks the girls are awesome and Avery asks uh, what they are going to do. The girls all, si- uh, all sit with their teams and Yasmin ends up sitting alone. The girls never have time to hang out anymore. Yasmin visits Sasha on the cheerleading, 
cheerleading squad are practicing and they reschedule for next week. We then cut to two years later. The girls all arrive at school and seem to have gone their separate ways. Chloe is recording and captures Cameron's gaze. It's the assembly and Meredith t- talks to the year about the upcoming talent show and the prize of a college scholarship. Yasmin and Jade share an awkward encounter in the bathroom. Meredith's little sister makes fun of her and she flips her hair to prove her wrong. Dylan is playing the piano and he misses music because he can't hear. The music teacher shows Dylan that he can feel sound by DJing. Meredith tells her friends she will win the talent show. She spots Chloe and Cameron talking. Meredith sets her dog on Chloe and Cameron. Uh, Dog bites uh, Chloe's jeans and she drops her lunch on Jade. Jade yells at Chloe and slips on her lunch, gets thrown onto Sasha. Sasha uh, yells at Jade and falls on the skateboard. The skateboard rolls away and Yasmin is then covered in her own lunch. This ends up turning into a food fight. The, The four girls end up knocking over the bust of Principal Dimley. The girls wind up in detention and they argue. Sasha makes fun of Cleo for not having a dad. Or Chloe, sorry. Uh, uh, Yasmin tells them to stop fighting and the girls make up. Yasmin points out the clicks are, are the problem. Meredith is spying on them and has a hard drive she can use against these girls. Yasmin and her mother dance and her little brother records them. Yasmin tells her mom the girls made up. The girls go to the mall. Yasmin admits she's been writing music. The girls tell Yasmin that Dylan likes her. The talent show auditions are underway. The girls decide to sit together and not go into their cliques. The whole school stares and Meredith is enraged. The girls decide to mingle with the other students to break the clique system. A jock flirts with Jade and this resorts in a fight with a nerd. Jade teaches the jocks algebra and uses football to do it. Chloe and Cameron uh, decide to play soccer and Cameron gets hurt. Meredith, Avery and Quinn are relaxing at the pool at Meredith's house. Meredith decides to throw another Sweet 16 party and MTV will show up in order for her to regain power. Manny shows up at the house and flirts with the girls. He swims over to Meredith and she tries to get more information out of Manny um, uh, about Yasmin. He shows her the video of Yasmin dancing and singing in her room. Meredith asks him to transfer it to the hard drive. Uh, the school, at school, Meredith announces her Sweet 16. The girls go shopping for outfits for the party. Meredith makes the students uh, pop makes the students pop balloons for their invitations and the seating is organised according to group. Yasmin suggests they don't go and Sasha thinks they should go. Meredith and her dog get their hair and nails done and pick out outfits for the party. Yasmin is singing and Dylan watches her. He applauds and shows her how he could feel her voice. Yasmin arrives home and she sees her mother lying on the couch and tells her she needs to sleep. Chloe asks the girls for their help and they need to make food for the party. Chloe's mom sees this and cries with happiness. The servers can't make it, so the girls all volunteer to serve at the party. The girls are serving as party clowns. The girls revamp the clown outfit. Meredith arrives uh, at the party on an elephant. The girls walk out and steal everyone's attention. Meredith confronts the girls and tells them they're not there to work. Sasha tries to go after Meredith and Jade stops her. Meredith orders a drink and threatens to fire Chloe's mother. Meredith's sister talks to the girls and Manny flirts with her. Meredith decides to perform for her guests. Uh, Meredith calls out Yasmin and invites her on stage. She is forced onto the stage and she cannot sing because of her stage fright. Yasmin runs off stage and the video of Yasmin uh, singing plays. Dylan gets everyone dancing to distract from the video and the DJ plays music. Meredith unplugs the music and does an outfit change. 
Yasmin bumps into Dylan and he is about to kiss her and then Meredith tells her to get back to work. Meredith hops on the elephant and fires Chloe for talking to Cameron. Meredith tells Cameron to get her a drink and he tells her to get her own uh, get her own drink. Uh, Meredith falls into her birthday cake and everyone laughs. She knocks Avery and Quinn into the pool and Jumba pushes her in. Meredith tells the girls they ruined everything and calls them brats. The clicks are back. Uh, Sasha is told she needs to decide if she wants to be with the girls around the cheerleading squad. Jade is told the same thing by the mathletes. The girls decide the only way to restore order is to win the talent show. Yasmin can participate because they don't have a name. Their band name is now The Brats. So the Brats rehearse and get the band, cheerleader and different teams involved. Sasha arrives home. Her dad will call her mom to let her know she won't be going to her house. Her dad said he is proud of her. Meredith blackmails Yasmin with the hard drive. The brats are hurt and Yasmin tells them she is dropping out of the talent show. The girls argue with Yasmin and they drop her as a friend. The brats have dropped out of the talent show completely. Dylan won't talk to Yasmin anymore. Yasmin cries to her mother about what happened. So Chloe, Sasha and Jay tell Chloe's mom about Yasmin pulling out of the show. She points out there may be a reason for Yasmin pulling out of the talent show. Yasmin calls Sasha to confess the real reason why she dropped out of the show and the girls are already waiting outside. Talent show is about to begin. The brats debate uh, on whether to do the talent show or not. The talent show is ongoing and now Meredith is up to perform. The brats arrive at the school and they recruit the teams for the performance. Meredith tells the audience the show is over, but the brats show up to perform. Meredith takes out the hard drive to expose the girls' secrets. Everyone else starts filling their secrets. The brats then perform Bratitude. Uh, Cameron dumps Meredith and joins the brats on stage. Chloe kisses him on the cheek. The girls take a bow. The talent show winners are tied. Meredith gets the trophy and the brats get the scholarship. Meredith talks to an MTV producer. He tells her the episode of Super Sweet 16 is the highest ratings and the brats get invited to a movie premiere to perform. The girls give Chloe the scholarship. The brats perform on the red carpet for the movie premiere. Meredith and her father spy on the girls and that is the end of the brats movie. Oh, let's discuss. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> what do you want to say about this? Oh my God, this movie's so bad. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's No, it's so bad, it's funny. Yeah, no, it is. Like, it's definitely one of those that, like, it's so bad, it's good almost. Like, yeah. Um, But, like, I I think, like, I feel like I, I'm a bit more nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. T- towards it so like obviously and like I have different feelings towards it because you know I grew up with like you know blah 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 and I do think I so I haven't watched it since I was younger mm-hmm. so that's like 15 years ago it came out mm-hmm. but yeah so I haven't watched it in 15 years so I definitely had a different memory about it but mm-hmm. um, there was some very questionable bits in it so at the start of the film, they're trying to portray Jade as ditzy and super smart at yeah. the same time. And it just didn't make sense. Pick one or the other. And I have a few notes about the film, like not making sense and being so no badly written. But anyway, um, I like when she takes the, the glasses off Dexter in his chemistry class, like you wouldn't just take somebody's glasses off. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh. It's so badly done as well. It's so funny. It is. Like, so the only one that's actually singing is 
Jade, Janelle Parrish. Mm. The other girls are lip syncing. But when Yasmin's meant to be like the singer, yeah. when she lip syncs, it's clearly the voice of like a 40-year-old woman. Did you see? I really noticed it at the end credits when they were meant to be on the red carpet for MTV. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that bit? Yeah. Oh my God, it's so bad. Like, it's so bad. And Chloe's just not doing anything. Yeah. But fair enough. <laughs> just dance, girl. Are you all right? Oh my God. Um, I wrote, what's with all the martial, martial arts? Like, especially at the start with like all the flip. And yeah, what's with them? <laughs> like when Chloe and Yasmin were both like dancing and trying out, they were proper like flipping and splitting and yeah, doing all these martial arts and all. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> no, do you know when um Chloe drops the spaghetti on Jade and like t- she has like a tiny ball of spaghetti, but for some reason it's all over the ground when it hits Jade. It's like yeah. a, a bucket which just fell on her. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I also wrote down that the deaf inclusivity is good. Hmm? The deaf inclusivity is good for the time. That was 15 years ago. Yeah. That's quite good. And um, I said the girls are bitches to Yasmin. <laughs> Yasmin can't act. No, she's terrible. Oh, she's dreadful. I don't know how she got the whole role. Um, bringing up. Yasmin not being able to act. I have two more notes about that. Mm-hmm. The lip bite after her leaving Sasha's house. Oh, yeah. Yikes. I actually wrote down yikes. And Yasmin and Jade in the bathroom. Okay, maybe it is cringe. When they talk about the lipstick, the lip gloss. Yeah. And then, like, Jade's like, oh, sorry, I can't I have to do something. Maybe another time. And she's like, Mm-hmm, okay it's just so bad so yeah they were my two about Yasmin not being able to act oh my god she was so bad oh oh my god I feel like there was more that was in my mind I'm gonna just look over the recap here and just see um where am I looking here so what's another moment that just made me just question it it's just so cartoonish at parts as well. You know, when they're like, have the clown outfits and then all of a sudden, <laughs> even yeah. Jade's getting changed into her goth look. It's really funny. Yeah, it's really like, it's like the TikTok sound, let's go to the salon. Yeah. <laughs> Which is from a cartoon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's very bad. Like, no way. Like, no, like if you were that talented at changing clothes like that, you wouldn't be in high school. Yeah. You'd be doing this somewhere with Vera Wang or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. I see, so you know, the way usually with these kind of films, there's always like, like Lizzie McGuire movie or like Cheetah Girls 2. There's always like the big performance at the end, which is epic. Yeah. This was, that was dreadful. I thought, um, what's it called again? Gratitude was great. I thought it was bad, man. I thought Gratitude was the best number of this film. There's only two numbers. There's three. Oh, no, there's no, wait, no. Meredith has two. Yeah, exactly. So Meredith's were off. Oh, yeah, but I think she's, it's meant to be awful. I know. But still, still was off. Well, also, what are they wearing in the last? In what? In the Gratitude scene. What are they wearing? Like very stylish clothes, Evan. Very stylish clothes, my ass. It was horrible. 
They have their Britney mics on. Okay, those looked cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Even when they're rehearsing for the talent show and they're dancing and it's meant to be like... <laughs> oh, the dance is terrible. Yasmin will never make it as a choreographer. <laughs> a choreographer, whatever you call it. He's hardly making it as an actress. Yeah, well, you know. So, I mean, we mentioned the actresses. So this film could have looked completely different. I did some deep diving. Ooh. Um, so here are just some of the actresses that were up for some of these different roles or actors and actresses, whatever. So for the role of Chloe, these are just some of the actresses. You okay. have Avril Lavigne. Oh, no. Hayden Penetier. Hmm, okay. Uh, Sabrina Bryan from the Cheetah Girls. Kay yeah. Panabaker. AJ Machalka from Ali and AJ. Jeanette Ali McCre- and AJ? Ali and AJ. Like Ali? AJ from AJ and Ali and AJ. What? Oh, sorry. I don't know why I was thinking about. No. Uh, Jeanette McCurdy. Yeah. Uh, Emily Osmond were all considered for the role of Chloe. Okay. So Tessa Thompson was at one point in mind to play Sasha. Hmm. Wild. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Tessa Thompson, Valkyrie from the Thor movies. Oh, yeah, I see her now. Mm. Oh, I see you. Mm. I do, actually. Oh, we have the same birthday. <laughs> October 3rd. Mm-hmm. Mean girl. Uh, the role of Queen was actually written for Michelle Trachtenberg from Ice Princess. Give her, give her a go. She's in Gossip Girl as well. Oh, here she is. Ah. Who was written for? Uh, Quinn. So one of Avery, one of uh, Meredith's friends. Oh. Oh yeah, I remember Quinn. So speaking of Meredith, here are some of the actresses that wrote for Meredith: Kaylee Cuoco, oh. uh, Tiffany Thornton from Sunny with a Chance. Ali Machalka from Ali and AJ. Ashley Tisdale, Brittany Snow, and Sarah Paxton were all considered for the role of Meredith. Huh. Oh my God. Here's Principal Dimley. This will blow your mind. So here are just some of the actors considered for Principal Dimley Tom Hanks, ah. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. I see that. Pierce Brosnan. I see that. Tim Allen. I need to give him. Tim Allen from... Yeah, I always forget his face. <laughs> oh, yeah, the controversial one. Yeah. Yeah, lately. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there's some dogs that look like him. Tommy Lee Jones from Men in Black. Are you Googling? Yeah. I see that. No, I, like, I can't remember their faces. Okay, uh, John Travolta. What? Harrison Ford. Mel Gibson. And Kurt Russell. And George Clooney. I kind of see Harrison Ford. Oh, if only this... this. Uh, I'll talk about the cast in a minute. So who was up... This, these were up for the role of Yasmin. Okay. Amanda Bynes. Would have been better than what we had, but anyway. Emma Roberts. Would have been better than what we had, but anyway. 
Yeah, Emma Roberts was meant to do it, but she got cast in Nancy Drew instead. Mm. So she she was Probably better for her career, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, yes. Kyla Pratt from the Proud Family could have played Sasha, and so Ashanti was also for that role as well. Ah, oh. that's cool. Okay. Uh, who else is there? Oh, here's some of the people who are up for Avery. Uh, Jamie Lynn Spears. Oh. Uh, Megan Martin from Camp Rock. And Danielle Panabaker from The Flash. Oh. Up for the part of Avery. Uh, oh, Jade. Here's some of the people who are for Jade. Jojo. Not Tua. No, no. The original. The original. Phoebe Tonkin from H2O. Daniela Monet from Victorious. I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah. Alexa Penavega. Kristen Herrera from Zoe 101. Alexa Nicholas from Zoe 101. Kat Dennings from Two Broke Girls. Wow. Uh, Miley Cyrus. Wait, who is this for again? Uh, Jade. Oh, okay. And wow. Lindsay Lohan were all for Jade. That's stupid because Jade is of Asian descent. Is she? Yeah. And Phoebe Tonkin might be. I think they think she is. Well, that then, that's fine. But like Miley Cyrus is not. Maybe well, we now she's not. <laughs> she's very not. <laughs> Jesus, I feel like I'm seeing a pattern here with some of these. It was. Oh, oh my God, it gets worse. So some of these people are for Quinn. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead from Birds of Prey. Kristen Stewart. Sophia Bush, Elliot Page, and Selena Gomez. Wow. See, here's what we could have got. But instead we got this. Yeah. Oh. But it's iconic in its own sense. Do you think so? Yeah. I do. And it's it's in its own very own little special way. It's still iconic. Mm. It's iconic that was somewhat successful. Well, it's kind of had a bit of a resurgence, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, but uh, like it was very successful with like my age group. Like we all loved it. We all thought it was best ever. And like obviously, we all made every single one of our parents bring us to see it. Like maybe you didn't know any of the actresses. Like I feel like that's why the film didn't do that well. No, but it did. Like it done well within teenage girls. Like there was no internet at that time or anything. I suppose. Like it would be this film was literally branded off of toys. Yeah, oh yeah, that's actually true. So it's not like it was like this film that was made out of nowhere. Like it was literally just we all love these toys and this franchise, and we're gonna go see this movie. That's what it was. Oh, I mean, it makes no sense at the end of the day. Yeah, well, you know, it was a money making thing, and it made money from us. So <laughs> it made me happy. Um. Yeah, so many things about this don't make sense, but it's so funny. Yeah, I have more. So why is Chloe standing on the window like that in detention? Do you remember the way she was standing? Yeah. Standing on the window ledge, facing out the window where her knee... That reminds me of, um, there's this guy on TikTok, do you know Charles Brockman? No. He like rips the piss out of like Disney Channel original movies and like movies from the early 2000s. He did the Bratz one I put up on Instagram. It's so funny. So the way he did it, like, I don't know how he did this, but he did like four of himself. So oh. he's in this kitchen. There's like 
two of them sitting on chairs, one of them's on the ground, and then one of them's just standing there. It's so Isaac, why is she standing like that? You're just standing. And then Sasha's like, you don't have a dad or a bank account. Well, I did have that written down. I was like, this is what I wrote. You know, when I was growing up, I always related to Chloe. And when Sasha said, you don't have a dad or a bank account, it all makes sense now. <laughs> um, Because I did, I don't have a dad and I didn't have a bank account at the time. So I'm like, hmm, that makes sense. Um, but she, Chloe was always my favourite anyway. Chloe was your favourite? Not in the movie, but in the games and like in the, like the doll, like the Chloe. Because it's like, I was blonde and she's blonde and mm. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um and then so this is there's a few more things that I have written down. Okay. So um th- these are three quotes that were just terrible. <laughs> um when Yaz is singing and uh Dylan says, Yeah, I can't hear, but I heard you. Oh dear. <laughs> well, you can't hear, so you didn't hear her. You felt her voice. But like, it's not even her voice, it's the voice of a fucking 40 year old woman That's true, but you know like, Leave the illusions Yeah, I can't hear, but I heard you Okay, and then um, um, What was it? Oh yeah, I'm not either I'm not either of those girls I'm both it's like, Oh that yeah, makes no Jesus sense. Christ Like, I'm not either of those I'm both. What are you then? Because you're right on one, like, you can't be, you can't be that. <laughs> that's not the, that's not the way things work. And then, um, one I really liked, it didn't make sense, I just really liked it, uh, it was Cherish, um, Ting's little sister, and she was like, I'm trying to imagine you with a personality when she was, uh, when she was meditating. Mm-hmm. And Meredith was like, what are you doing? She was like, I'm trying to imagine you with a personality. I was like, that's a good one. And then there's a breath quote. Finally, this is all I have to say. There's a breath quote, like from the the dolls. And like, mm-hmm. like I think it's like one of the cartoon films. To sum up this movie. I may be bad, but I'm perfectly good at it. <laughs> there we go. That is actually a good way to sum that up. Which is also a Rihanna quote, but anyway. Oh, we love that. Love, um, love, love a Rihanna quote. Oh, and then, oh, sorry, I have one last thing. I just said that I, I die for Bubby. You die for who? Bubby, the grandmother. Oh, oh, Bubby. Okay. Bubby, she was so cute. I'd die yeah. for him. Oh, he was it. Yasmin's little brother's a creep. Oh, yeah. And like, no, that was weird. Like, I was like, why is this in this film? This is really, really weird. Like, that kid that he keeps hitting on is meant to be 11. Yeah, and that's he, what I was thinking. He's about 15. And he looks 17. And she honestly looks 7. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was really weird. And like the comments that like was written in for that character, was they were just really, really weird. Oh my God, and his hair. <laughs> yeah, but that was meant to be like that. That was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, another bit, you know, when they're fighting in the rehearsal thing and then and then one of them's like, delete my number from your phone and it just walks off. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. I have to say, it's very funny. It is funny. It is funny. So terrible, but I think it's hilarious. 
Oh my god. Anyway, do you have anything else to say about this Bratz movie? No, I don't have anything else to say. Okay, so we're going to talk about the cast a little bit because if some of them look familiar, this is a little segment I like to call Where Do I Know Them From? Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off first with Skylar Shea, who plays Chloe. Ooh. She's probably best known for her role as Kylie in the Baby Geniuses franchise. She's also appeared in shows such as Grey's Anatomy, Corona Minds, and Veronica Mars. She most recently appeared in the Hallmark movies JL Ranch and JL Family Ranch, The Wedding Gift. Wow, Hallmark movies. <laughs> so then we, next up is Logan Browning, who plays Sasha. She's probably best known for her roles in the TV shows Meet the Browns, Hit the Floor, and Powers. She's also been in films such as Breaking at the Edge, Brotherly Love, and The Perfection. She's also appeared in Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, Pair of Kings, and had a main role in the Netflix series Dear White People. Oh. So Janelle Parrish, she's probably the best known out of these main four, uh, who plays Jade. She's best known for her role as Mona Vanderwall on Pretty Little Liars and Pretty Little Liars the Perfectionists, as well as her role as Margot in the To All the Boys franchise. And she also portrayed young Cosette on Broadway in Les Miserables. Oh, that's good. Next up, we have Natalia Ramos, Yasmin. Mm. Um, <laughs> she's probably best known from the 2013 film The Damned and for playing the lead character Nina Martin for two seasons on the Nickelodeon series House of Anubis. Oh. Oh, my God. So, Melise Jao, also very uh, familiar very well known she is probably best known for her role as gina in the nickelodeon series unfabulous lucy in big time rush and anna in the vampire diaries she also starred as julia in the short-lived series starcrossed and in the shanara chronicles she played alice in the social network she had a recurring role on the flash and she currently voices kate in the cartoon series invincible so chelsea kane uh, who plays meredith She's probably best known for her role as Stella in the Disney Channel series Jonas. She also played Riley in Baby Daddy and voiced B in Fish Hooks. Mm-hmm. She, she's also in the Disney Channel original movies Minutemen and Starstruck. She was also in the musical Love Struck, and she currently voices Loy in Archibald's Next Big Thing. Yeah, she's on Louds. Yeah. Next up, we have Annalisa Vanderpaul, who played Avery, who looked way too old to be in this film. Absolutely, she was. <laughs> she is probably best known for her role as Chelsea in That's a Raven and Raven's Home. She's also appeared in the films Vampire, Suck and Five Weddings. Finally, we're going to end up with this one. Stephen Ford, who plays Cameron. He's probably best known from the CW series Cameron Rider, Dragon Knight and the Grey's Anatomy spinoff Private Practice. No. Okay, so now we're going to talk about... Um, actually, now we're going to play a little game. Mm-hmm. So we are going to recast the Bratz movie for a 2022 remake. I wrote 2021 in our format, but I meant 2022. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to cast, who are we going to cast? The main four? Yeah. Will we just do the main four? Oh yeah, just do the main four. Just do the main four. Okay, so let me just get this up here. So we have Chloe, Sasha, Jade and Yasmin. So since you know this movie well, do you want to go first? Yeah, um, okay, so I actually didn't, like, do, I usually, like, write down a list, but I didn't write one down for this one, so, right, so, who are we going to do? 
I will start with Yasmin. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pull... I can't remember her name. But it's the actress that plays... Oh, my God. Why can't I think anything? I, I actually have to look this up. It's the actress that plays the daughter in One Day at a Time. Uh, Isabella Gomez. Yeah, Isabella Gomez. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's going to be um, Yasmin. Then for Sasha, I don't know. Um, Sasha will be... Oh, what's, why can't I think of anybody's name? This is so bad. What's the TV show that was on Nickelodeon about the entrepreneur and she was a teenager? Oh, True Kiki Jackson. Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Yeah, Kiki Palmer is going to be Sasha for me. Mm-hmm. And then um, Chloe will be Melissa Joan Hart, specifically um, Sabrina Teenagers era. Mm. And then um, Jade. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who would I pick for Jade? Hmm. This is a hard one. Um. I don't know. I'm gonna go with the actress who plays. Um. She's from Superstar. What's her name? Oh, uh, are you talking about Cheyenne? Yeah. Nicola something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. Um, Nicole, Nicole Sakura. There we go. Yeah, that's who I'm picking as Jade. Right, okay. I'll go next then. Okay. So since you mentioned that Jade is of Asian descent, I've got to go with Olivia Rodrigo because she is of Filipino descent. Oh, cool. So I'm going to go with her for Jade. Mm-hmm. Chloe, Sasha, and Yasmin. Um, who who can sing? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't even caring about the singing. I was just about the look. Okay, so I think for Yasmin, I don't know if she can sing, but I'll go with Sadie Sink. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's a good time. Um, Chloe and Sasha. Okay, so Sasha, I will probably pick... Um, Probably Sophia Wiley from uh, High School Musical, the musical series. Mm. And Chloe. Who did I pick is Chloe? Someone blonde. Um, oh, God. Oh, Kiernan Shipka from The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, okay. You picked Sabrina and I picked Sabrina. That's really weird. Oh, yeah. It just makes sense. Yeah. So next up, we're going to talk about the success of the Bratz movie. Mm-hmm. Not very successful. Yeah. In Katie's mind, it is. Oh, yeah. My world is so successful. Yeah. So the film has a 10% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So... It's lower than Rent. Yeah. Much lower. Uh, the film made a $26 million uh, budget at the box office against the film's budget of $20 million. The film was panned by critics and received five Golden Raspberry Awards, which is for really bad movies. Um, So, yeah, that's the success of the Bratz movie. Or the not success of the Bratz movie. No, no. But in your mind, it was. Why do you think it didn't do that well, though, if it was such a big thing? 
I don't know. Like, maybe it was just that it was a very niche audience. If you think about it, the audience was only really the, the girls, well, like our boys, sorry, the people, mm-hmm. the children who liked the toys and their parents and their siblings that didn't really have an interest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also because it, it wasn't great. Yeah. Like, I'll put my hands up and I'll say it wasn't very well done. It wasn't star-studded either. It wasn't star-studded. Um, it was a very new cast. It wasn't written really badly. It was, The choreography was shy. The music was shy. It was so the acting was shy. <laughs> but I still love it. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, like, she loves it, but she can admit it's bad. I can admit, I like. I'm not gonna try to be like, no, it's not. And I'm like, it is. Like, I'm, I would, I'd be foolish to be like, no, it's not. It is. But uh, that's why I didn't do well because honestly, Evan, it was shit. But it was good in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> but from like a, a film. film point of view, it was terrible. It was. Yeah. I mean, you know what? For a lot of the cast, you know, it, it was actually it was their first movie or the first big movie. Yeah, you can tell. Um, I mean, Janelle Parrish went on to have a good career after it. I mean. Yeah. And so did. Um... Chelsea Kane. Yeah. Yeah. So some of them went on to have success after it. Um, I'm not going to slag the actress who played Yasmin. I'm not going to do that to her again. Apparently the cast were hanging out last year. They're all still friends. Oh, cute. So it's kind of it's kind of cool. Some friendships came out of that. That's cute. So school is now in session for the brat herself. <laughs> Miss Katie Lou is going to answer 10 quiz questions all about Bratz the movie. Katie, are you ready? I'm ready. So these can be multiple choice if you want. Some of them already are, but they can they can also be if you want. Okay. So question one, which brat is on the soccer team? Chloe. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Who says you don't have a dad or a bank account? Asha. Yeah. <laughs> question three, and this is multiple choice. What was the name of the elephant from Meredith's party? Was it Jumba, Mowgli, Jumbo, or Simba? Jumbo. Jum- Jumbo, but okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, question four, who drops their lunch on Jade? Uh, Chloe? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Question five. Um, what TV network is filming at Meredith's Sweet 16? MTV. That's correct. Question six. This is multiple choice. Which website can students upload their talent show auditions on? Was it Facebook, MySpace, AOL, or MSN? It was MySpace. It was MySpace, of course. It was MySpace. Uh, which character uh, is wearing blue during the talent show performance? Jade. That is correct. Question eight. Another multiple choice one. So which future Glee star plays a member of the boy band? Was it Chris Colfer, Darren Chris, Kevin McHale, or Cord Overstreet? Wait, what was that question? Okay. I don't know if you noticed this. Probably not. Um, which Glee star, future Glee star, plays a member of the boy band that's auditioning for the talent show? So you have Chris Culper, who was Kurt, Darren Chris, who was Blaine, Kevin McHale, who was Artie, 
and Cord Overstreet, who was Sam. Oh my god, I didn't recognize this. I'm gonna go with um Blaine. It was actually Kevin McHale who was Artie. Oh, no way. Yeah. So which uh question I'm which brat has stage fright? Yasmin. Yeah. And question 10, which character is deaf? Dylan. Yeah. So nine out of ten. If I didn't try the like, one there, you would have got ten out of ten. Woohoo! So uh, next up, uh, we are going to put Bratz, the movie, on our pop scale. We rank it out of five based on how much we like it and its place in pop culture. Katie, I'll come to you first. What do you give Bratz on the pop scale? Um, it pains me to do this because I really, like, I enjoyed watching it again. I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and say that watching it was a chore because it wasn't. Like, I actually had so much fun watching it. But I think I'm going to have to give it a one and a half. Oh my god! I think I am. Like it doesn't really have a place in pop culture, except for maybe now on TikTok and like people like me who like just grew up with the franchise and love it. Um, and it didn't do well, and it was shy. So yeah, one and a half. What about you? I'm gonna give it a one. Okay. <laughs> Purely because same reason. It's it's so funny, but it's so terrible. Yeah. Well acted or well written from some of the some of the girls um it's just it's so cringy at times it's so 2000s yeah it's so girly 2000s um and yeah i i mean i didn't obviously grow up with it and it was i wasn't the target audience at that time it was just young girls um so yeah i I didn't have a connection with it so i'll give it a one okay that's fair enough Okay, so next up, we're going to talk about what's popping, meaning what we're in, tar- uh, what we are enjoying in terms of pop culture. Katie, what's popping with you? What is popping with me? That's a good question. Um, I started watching a uh, new girl again. Yes. Yeah, from season six, I think we started watching it. Mm-hmm. So we're we're watching that, and then um, what else is popping? Still play Stardew Valley every night before I go to sleep. Um, there's nothing new. I talked about the bake off, not the bake off, the cook cooking show, didn't I? Oh yeah, yeah. Easy baking cooking show thing. Oh, actually, there is something that was popping with me this week. Um, Family Reunion came back to Netflix. Okay. And I think I spoke about it on the podcast before. Yeah. So um. A new season came out and I watched it all in like two days. <laughs> so I suppose that was popping with me. Oh, and Megan Trainer's new album. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. I listened to the whole thing, which is mad for me because you don't need to do that. Um, and then I said last week, not my bag. Still loving that. Um, Alan Carr's podcast. Um. What's that called again, Evan? What, Alan Carr's podcast? The Travel. Uh, let me see here. I, I could have done that myself. Like, I just thought you remember. Did you not listen to that? Oh, Life's a Beach. Life's a Beach, yeah. Uh, Life's a Beach. My therapist ghosted me. Not my bag. You know, the huge unpopular opinion. I'm all caught up in the mall this week. Yeah. It's only Wednesday. 
they need to upload more frequently because I'm mad. But anyway, that's what's popping with me. What's popping with you, Evan? Okay, so Mariah Carey's Instagram post on the 1st of November, of course. Yeah. Has to be done. It's just, she's here, she's back, she's arrived. She uh, some podcasts this week. So we have Vulnerable with Christy Carlson Romano, who just followed me back on Twitter. Um, so Christy Carlson Romano, you might know her from Even Stevens, and she was the voice of Kim Possible. Yeah. So she talks to former trial stars and helps them get vulnerable. So the most recent episode I would definitely recommend with Alexa Nicholas, who I've mentioned before, she was Nicole on Zoe 101. Um, she just talks to many different child actors about what it's like to be a child actor and fame and all that, all that stuff. Um, brand new podcast that launched. Uh, we've mentioned Glee before on this. So Kevin McHale and Jenna Ushkowitz are back with the Glee recap podcast called And That's What You Really Missed. And the mm-hmm. first episode is with Ryan Murphy. So he's spilling all the glee tea there, if you want to get that. Another podcast I love, I mentioned it before, Selfie Cinema Club with the three guys from Carnation Street where they talk about film. Oh, yeah. Very good. Um, yeah. I'm re-watching Two Broke Girls, uh, which oh. has put on Prime Video recently. So, yeah, love that. And, yeah, I think that's about it. Very good. So, Katie, where can the people find us? People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It A Popcast. You can give us a little review on Apple Podcasts and you can give us a rating on Spotify if you so wish. I absolutely forgot both of those things, but I just remembered. Anyway, if your family and friends need something new to listen to, send them our way. They can find us anywhere they get their podcasts. Yeah, so that was our episode on Bratz Movie and you will hear from us next week. Bye.